Joshua would make an opening statement. Yep. Okay, uh, first off, uh, great win for the Jackets. Uh, Want to give a great shout out to the crowd who um, has just done a great job all year long, even during our times where, you know, obviously it's been a tough season, but uh, they've just been outstanding, the crowd from start to finish, from the beginning of the year to the end. Um, so, you know, really uh, happy that we were able to get a win for the crowd on senior day and happy to get a win for the seniors. Um, and um, But the crowd's been outstanding all season long. Absolutely outstanding all season long. So really, really was just want to give a tremendous, um, you know, high five, bear hug, uh, fist pump to Yellow Jacket Nation, to the students. Just, you know, they've been outstanding. And even through a tough season this season, uh, they, they've, they've never wavered. So I'm just uh, tremendous gratitude and appreciation to them. Two, I think Boston College is a good basketball team. Um, he does a very good job. Coach Grant, well coached, and they've got you know a lot of good players. So it was a good basketball game, and it was a good win for us. We've, I think we've been like one win, seven losses coming into the game on one or one to two possession games. And I thought, goodness, man, I was just going to be just another one of those deals. But we were able to hold on. Got a great stop. End of regulation defensively, and. Um, uh, you know, we got up 15 again. Mike got that foul. We got went, went a little bit of a scoring drought again, unfortunately. But we just—it's just one of those things. That's that—that's what happens. <laughs> you know, that's kind of been who we've been this year. But we found a way to, 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 you know, get a win uh, in, in a situation where the lead, you know, evaporated for us. And, you know, and it just one of those things where the momentum shifted. But uh, we found a way to get it done. Jordan Usher at 30 points, five assists, eight rebounds. Uh, Michael DeVoe, 18 points on 13 shots and had eight boards. Kyle took a big-time charge. That was really important. And uh, I thought Miles Kelly gave us great minutes. Um, you know, uh, Jalen hit a big three. Debo hit that big pull-up. And Rodney, you know, he didn't have his, one of his best games, but he did some good things. And Khalid had a really good first half for us. So everyone contributed. You know, we shot 57% from the field and 43 from three. Our issues was our free throws tonight and or this afternoon and and our turnovers. But that's been a that's been an issue with us. You know, not as much the free throws, but the turnovers. That being said, it was great to get a win and um, give us some momentum heading into next week. Uh, I, I I've said it. Unfortunately, the wins haven't showed up. You know, you know, but we've gotten better. It's just. We just don't have the wins to show for it. Um, you know, we've gotten better, and then I, I think losing Davon really hurt us at the stretch. I mean, obviously, not having Parm this whole year has been a, has been has been hard for us. But losing Davon Smith in this stretch, you know, puts a lot of pressure on you know not having that, another guard there. And the way he was playing, uh, he was really turning the corner for us, and uh, on his on his and he, just on even his individual game. But um, he's, he's, you know, we probably wouldn't have won Notre Dame. Obviously, we were winning today. But, you know, out of Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and Clemson, you might have won at least one, maybe two, and maybe all three. But that's just the way the year has gone. As I've always said this, part of, part of being good in this league, you've got to stay healthy. You know, you're, being healthy is really important. 
and the teams that have done really well, you know, are the ones who, for the most part, have stayed really healthy for their key guys. And um, unfortunately, you know, we've been hit with some injury bugs this year. Um, the other thing is, you know, defensively, you know, we. And one thing about our guys, they they, they play, they always play hard. Um, really, not having that shot blocker in the middle really makes a big difference. And that's something that we have to develop through our current guys. Now, Jordan Mecca's done some good things on shot blocking, but that's something that either we we have to develop or or attract within the within the recruiting piece, and uh, because that really makes a big difference defensively. And you know, for the first five years, we've had an elite shot blocker in the middle. So um, obviously, not having that this year was glaring. You know, so when you you know from my chair, but but guys got better and um, got a great opportunity for us on. Tuesday, I assume we're going to play Louisville. Uh, the way it looks like, I think we're going to end up playing Louisville. So um, that's the, that's what it looks like from um, everything based on the scores right now. We'll end up playing Louisville, and we'll have to be ready to go. And obviously, we haven't played them in a while because we played them right coming after COVID. Uh, so we'll have to get you know watch the film and, and get ready to play them on Tuesday. Uh, you talked about being short at, at guard. Uh, Miles Kelly really stepped up. He's really matured. He, he, at one point, he was in the game without DeVoe or Sturdivant and did a nice job of protecting the ball, bringing the ball up court, and you know hitting some key shots also. Yeah, I think Miles, our freshman. I, I really like our freshman a lot. I, I mean, I really like our young guys. We had good young players, and Rodney's gotten better, and Kyle's gotten better. I mean, Kyle's played a lot of minutes, and like I felt, Davon was starting to turn the corner starting to really play at a high level and unfortunately the injury. But we've got a really good nucleus and we've got to do a great job in the, you know, in the spring to, to build on that nucleus. And, um, uh, but uh, uh, Miles gave us really good minutes tonight and hit some big shots for us. But the, main, the reason he's playing really well is because he's defensively he's at a high level right now. He's really guard at a high level. I thought the, 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 the young lady in the, in, um, who sang the national anthem was Outstanding. Got to give. I don't know her name, but she did a great job to start the game. And our band has always done a good job. I mean, our band does such a good job as well too. But yeah, the the young lady that sung the national anthem was really good. And then I saw Shane Kimbrough, who's an astronaut, um, who's in outer space. And I grabbed him. And I said, you know, of course I gave him a big hug. And I mean, he's a he's a he's he's just a he's a hero. I mean, to be able to go up in outer space and. You know, I've asked him. I, I really wanted to ask him. I didn't want to ask him today because it was too, you know, it was too much energy. I want to ask him: Do, do you believe in aliens? Like, do you believe in extraterrestrial life? <laughs> like, have you seen? Like, I, and I, I, honestly, I wanted to ask him that. But I don't know if the, today was the right because it was just a tough time. Like, have you seen anything? Do you think there's other life out there, being up there? But I did tell. I did tell him. I was like, Hey, I think being an astronaut. I think being a coach is more stressful than being an astronaut. <laughs> he laughed, and um, you know, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll get him another time. I really just ask him about, you know, like because you know it's really interesting about Roswell, New Mexico, back in the whenever that was, you know, when they talked about that, and it, you know, Area 51, you know, you've seen stories about that, and you know, I've always said, you know, these flying saucers, and they can't get better, you know, if there was UFOs. You know, real? Can they get? Because always the photography is not real clear. So, I would think he would have a he would he would be a great person to ask about extraterrestrial life. You know, and um, so he's a real hero. And he's a Georgia Tech grad, and God bless Shane Kimbrough. God bless 
Yellow Jacket Nation and, and Georgia Tech for having people that can go to go outer space. I mean, think about it. Georgia Tech discovered water on Mars. That, that's how amazing Georgia Tech is. And our players to be able to graduate, to be able to graduate from Georgia Tech, just those four seniors, really special to graduate like that. So, um, yeah, but it's a good win, and we're, we're ready to play on Tuesday. You know, yep. Um, obviously, for one, I, I realize I think you watch a lot of History Channel or whatever in your hotel on the road because you're talking about ancient aliens or whatever. Like, they, they, it's clear that. No, I've always been interested in. Yeah, I've always been interested in extraterrestrial. I mean, is, there, is it out there? It's a good question. I mean, you know, is it out there? And 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 I, I'm not a scientist, so you've got to ask. Like, like you ever seen the movie? I forget the movie. Where's um, uh, what's her name? But they they burst through a time zone thing. Um, what's it? And they have all those the the uh, contact contact. You know, like is is that a real place? Is there a real spot of contact like that in California? I don't know if there is. Um, I won't go on the whole movie thing, you know, but yeah. Anyway, but yeah, contacts with Jody Foster. Yeah. And she was amazing in Hannibal Lecter, you know. <laughs> Jody. Silence of the Lambs. That's good What's that? Silence of, Silence of the Lambs. I mean, Jody Foster's an amazing actress. I mean, just, she's incredible. And, uh, and, and who played Hannibal Lecter? What's his name Andy again? Hopkins. Ah, he's such an amazing actor. And then just off the top of my mind, I, could I think I. Um, the guy in, um, what's the guy when they do the thing in um, San Francisco with the Alcatraz, The Rock? Oh, Sean Connery. Sean, he's amazing, too, but he, didn't, he recently passed away, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God rest his soul. He was such an amazing actor, too. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Back to basketball real quick. Um, obviously, Mike getting his fourth foul was huge. That was kind of the swing point of the game. They went going on a 12-0 run, and you sat Kyle for during some of that. Was he just tired, and, and you guys had, I think, six turnovers during that stretch? And it was yeah, just, well, I felt we were going <laughs> to... Looking back at it, I should have just probably kept Kyle in there, but that, that's where I go back to Kelly not having Dave on really just hurts us on that because I felt he was getting tired a little bit, Kyle, and and I felt in Clemson I was just playing him a lot, and he got tired towards the end, and I was like, you know, and that hurt us because we needed a fresh Kyle, but then I had him out, and we were just struggling because we just didn't have, you know, the, the other point at that time, and uh, but then I had to get Kyle back in, but then, then at that time the momentum had shifted, and not and not having Mike in as well, too, they were able to make some threes and you know they got going especially inside but we were having those turnovers and we just didn't get shots at the rim was a big deal. Rod. Go ahead Rod. At, at that, that uh, same subject during that stretch it seemed like uh, Miles stopped bringing the ball up court and Khalid was the one that was bringing it, the ball up. We were just trying we were just trying different and Miles did a fine job and we were, we were just trying different you know because with Mike, like, I, just, I was concerned even when he went in about him bringing it up because he had the four fouls and I didn't want him to get a push off, something silly in the backcourt, you know, and um, um, so you got to be careful about that. So I, I was trying Miles and he was fine, but then they were on Miles and we tried to have Khalid. We we're just trying different things just to get ourselves orchestrated into our offense. Ken? Would it be fair to say your team was tensing up a little bit? Really, you know, they had trouble with the inbounds and I really blame this one on you, Ken, because you keep asking me that. Is there something that they, do they just feel like they're? You keep asking that in the post game about do, you, do they feel like attitude wise? It's, it's, this uh oh, it, here it comes again. You know, so like you jinxed us on that or something. Um, you know, so but no. 
yeah, I think there was a little tightness because, again, we've lost. How many games have we just lost? You know, I look back, you know, whatever. One, before today's game, we were 1-7 in one possession or two possession games. And, and then you don't even include that, like, the LSU are up 19 or you're up, you know, you're, you're, you're beating these other teams. You're just you're up on these other teams and you lose the lead. and that, So it doesn't become one to two possessions. I mean, it's just – and I told our guys last night, just if we were able to be five and f five and three in those, we probably we, we might be talking about a bubble team playing for the tournament. And I mean, it's just that fine of a line of a margin, and that's where this year has been. It's not been a game of inches; it's been a game of centimeters for us. And and that's been the final. You know, it's not like we're getting blown out. I mean, we just have been had these years. This year, the ball has not gone our way. We've had a couple. You know, you think about, and we've been fortunate even in the Georgia State game and the Georgia Southern game. You know, we were able to pull those out. Um, but there's been so many where we've lost at the end of that last possession. is, And I think it's more than seven. I think it might be nine. And then that doesn't include the leads that we had in games where it becomes more, you know, we just – our whole year could have just been shifted. But that's the fine line of everything. What was going through your mind or your heart when that end on pass calls about one of the rim? Oh. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I hate that backboard. Yeah, I've said that last year after Clemson. You remember when the, uh, the guy hit the backboard? And then the very next game, he played Pittsburgh, and they hit a shot at the end of the half off the backboard. I yelled to the fan, I just yelled to everyone in the back there, I hate the backboard. That one, he, he didn't hit the back. I think he hit the rim, you know, and it ricocheted, you know, but I don't know. Maybe Shane Kimbrough's energy allowed the ball to go right to Rodney Howard instead of ricocheting back to the other way. You know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Kyle at that time there was extraterrestrial beaming down or something and moved the ball. I don't know. But I, when that thing hit the rim and it landed in Rodney's hands, I was like, you know, yeah, God bless the United States of America. That's what I was thinking. I mean, because what I was thinking literally could have ricocheted and gone right into – and because he was wide, we ran our play and he was wide open. He just, you know, and, and I wanted to give an outlet and, and we just needed to get it in at the time and, and it just ricocheted. But anyway, because we were running to get the ball to him and, and Kyle come right back for the handoff because the way they were playing it, they were going to leave him open and Kyle come back and put Kyle on the free throw line. But, you know, fortunately everything worked itself out. Patrick. Coach, uh, uh, with one exception I can recall this season, your team played hard. Every game, yeah. every minute, including today. Is that the team? Is that you? How do you do that? How do you draw that out of them? Yeah, no. Tough finishes. Yeah, know? no. And, and that's one thing about us, you know, other than that NC State game, you know, as you're talking about the one, the, especially that first half, we were just, I, I, that was unexplainable. But other than that, the guys, even though we've had some, we got deficiencies, um, you know, within our, you know, just stuff that we can't, you know, we've got to get better at, and we've got to get better at through development and, 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 and through, you know, recruiting. Um, however, that being and, and coaching, I've got to do a better job in some areas. But one thing about this team is they play hard yes. all the time. It, and it doesn't even when we've lost all those close games for a lot of people, for a lot of young people, it's easy to just go the other way and lay down and say that those guys have never laid down. They fight. They, they, it matters about the name on the front of the jersey. They know they're representing Georgia Tech. They, get, they take tremendous pride that their last name's on the back of the jersey and to, and to compete and to be a competitor. And I always tell the guys the best compliment you can get is to you know, be called a competitor, a, an elite competitor. And so 
we've struggled this year with a win and loss record, unfortunately, and we've had, you know, a ball here, a bounce there, uh, you know, a thing here and a thing there. All of a sudden, like I said, we're probably sitting here talking, trying to play in the bubble for the tournament. That all being said, even through the toughness of this season, the guys have have competed and played their butts off every single game. Other than that one game, they've been really, really good as in terms of their effort. And, you know, um, that's a credit to our young men, shows who they are as, as character. Uh, I think that's a credit to Georgia Tech because that's what the standard is at Georgia Tech. And, uh, you know, my job is just to make sure that we compete and play hard uh, for Yellow Jacket Nation and, 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 and to get better, obviously, in some things. And, and, and we got to win, but but the baseline is the baseline. The standard is the standard of that we've got to be a we've got to compete and compete. And the things that we need to get better at are in some of the skill area. To you know that's something that I think we do a great job in. That we've got to really attack this off season. Rod and then Kelly. Uh, Josh, uh, you talked about Jordan Mecca being a shot blocker. Were there any thoughts putting him in the game? It seemed like they were doing a good job of sneaking a guy in. On the baseline, yeah. I, I was thinking about it. I was about to, but the reason I didn't wasn't because of Jordan Mech. I did it for offense because I just felt like, are we better off going small? Because we were guarding the three for the most part. I just felt we needed scoring. You know, we went in that drought again, and we just. So I, the reason I didn't was only because of offensive reasons. It wasn't anything other than that. Ash said that. Uh... He's not letting his teammates on the plane if they don't pack their big bag. He said that right after the after the game. He went in there and says, "You pack. I, if anyone doesn't have a pack for all the way through Sunday, you can't be on the airplane. Do not come." So um, and, he, and he meant it. So God bless Jordan Usher. I, and I, it was better for him to say it than me. It's more impactful. And he's right. And listen, here's what I would tell you in the comp. And, and young lady, did you have a question? Did you have your hand raised? Yes. Go ahead. I'll, I'm going to come back to you on that. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. You mentioned that there were some areas that you wanted to improve upon with your coaching. What specifically are those areas and what are you doing to actually make those changes happen going into wow. the I, sh I shouldn't have called on you. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about aliens. Yeah. Why did I call on you? I should, well, I, I should I try and take Stim's job doing that. No, um, no, that's a fair question. Look, I think anytime that you're uh, you know, any position that you're in of uh, whether you're a head coach, assistant coach or anything in life you're, you you want to improve and get better. I, I think it, I think it's a it's dangerous if you think, hey, I've made it. Um, you know, I don't need to improve. Um, uh, you know, how can we get better? So you're always constantly asking those questions, and and doing a lot of self reflecting. Um, you know, obviously when the season's done and you're able to sit back and really go, like go back and watch film, get with your staff. Like I've asked my staff to send me their ideas, thoughts, suggestions from this year, what can we do better, where do we need to work on, what, for all of us. Um, so it's, 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 a, it's a continuous, in life you're continuing trying to get better. And um, so more so than just, uh, you know, there's a lot of things, not, not to bore everybody right now, but there's a lot of things I want to do in the off season that I think we need to be, that we can really get better at. Yes, we got to recruit and that's different than, but just as in terms of like exiting and owing and strategy and scheme, what are some things that we can continue to keep building on? And, 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 and trying to continue to be different and being a hard team to play against in this league, which I think we're hard, if you ask most people, we're hard to prepare for. So how do we stay you know, ahead of the curve on that? Uh, what can I do better? What can we do better? You know, I'm obviously seek 
um, uh, uh, counsel from Mr. Stansberry and picking his brain, obviously our staff. I talked to a lot of other head coaches around the, around the country, and, and, and I will visit some different guys, different coaches uh, in the offseason, just really picking their brain. So I think it's just a, as in life, you're continuing trying to get better, and that's important. And so we'll, that is something that we'll attack this offseason, as we do in every offseason. Um, and to finish off, Kelly, um, you know, to, you know with, 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 with what kind of what Jordan Usher said, um, you know, look, I understand it's a tall task. It's not easy to go win five games. But here's what I would tell you. Basketball is a weird game. It's an incredible game. It's awesome. But it's a weird game, meaning that you play Tuesday. If you're fortunate to win Tuesday, the team you play Wednesday, the first time they'll be able to shoot on the floor will be in the pregame warm-ups. And you never know, and the team you're probably playing Wednesday, if you can get through Tuesday, is probably trying to, they're on the bubble for the tournament. There could be some tightness. We saw that last year with us with Miami. Thursday, the first the team you play, the first time they'll be able to shoot at the arena will be the first time they play on Thursday. Same thing. So you just don't know in the time, you know, so you can get hot. You know, what's different between football and basketball, obviously football, you got 11 and 11, and there's so many. Basketball is just a, it's a bounce here, a bounce there. Two guys get hot. You know, it's just, you know, only have five guys on there and a couple guys get really hot and the other team's just is not playing well and, you know, and, think, and it's a momentum. It's a rhythm, flow, energy, momentum. So I do believe we've got to go in there with that mentality. But in order to do that, Kelly, you've got to win the first game. You've got to win the first game. Then you can see what happens from there. All right. Thanks, Coach. Okay. Thanks, everybody.